0: Hare Krishna, good morning, thanks for coming, thanks for listening in to Thursday Srimad Bhagavatam, class here at Srimad Sri Bhagavatam, we're so fortunate to be here, <coughs> and we're fortunate to get a chance to take a break in our busy days, to listen and hear from the Bhagavatam,
1: Jaya rādhā maravā kūnja bihāri
2: Jaya rādhā bihāri Jaya Gopi Janava Lava Kiri Vada Dari Jaya Gopi Janava Lava Kiri ya shoranandan prajajanana janana ya shoranandan prajajanana jamuna chari Jaya-muna-tera-vanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Girivara Jaya Gopi Jana Vallabha Giri Vada Dhari, dhari. 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 Yashodhanandana Braja Janananjana Ashoranandana Braja janananjana nana Jamuna chamo natira vanchari jay radhamarava kanjabhari
1: jay radhamarava the tag order Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. vasudevaya. Excuse
0: me. Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 5, Text Number 20, Narada's Instructions on Shrimad Bhagavatam. Vasvam Bhagavan
1: Vasvam Bhagavan
0: Yato jagat stani neuroda sambavaha <coughs> Excuse me Yato jagat stana neuroda
1: sambavaha Taji svayam vera tathapite Tadji Svayam Veda tapite Pradesha Matram Bavataha Pradarshitam Pradesha Matram Bavataha Pradarshitam Idam vasvam bhagavani vetaro Yatojagatstani ni roda sambhavaha Taddi svayam veda bhavam Pradesha Matram Bavataha Pradarshitam. Please repeat. Do you want to try, Sam? Yes. Adam, 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 yatoj jagat stana sambavaha tadī svayam vīra Pradesha
0: Matram Pradarshitam. Very nice. Word for word, Idam. This. He. All. Visvam. Cosmos. Excuse me. Bhagavan. The Supreme Lord. Eva. Almost the same. Itara. Different from Yata from whom? Jagat The Worlds Stana Exit Niroda Annihilation Sambhavaha Creation Tathi all about Svayam personally Veda, no. Bhavan, your good self. Tata api, still. Te, unto you. Pradesha matram, a synopsis only. Bhagavata, unto you. pardarshitam explained. Translation in purport by His divine grace, Śrīla āśi Bhakti Vedanta Swāmī Śrīla Prabhupāda Kī, Jai Śrīla Prabhupāda. Translation, the supreme Lord, personality of Godhead, is Himself, this cosmos, and still He is aloof from it. From Him only, has this cosmic manifestation emanated. In Him it rests, and unto Him it enters after annihilation. Your good self knows all about this. I have given only a synopsis. Please repeat. The Supreme Lord Personality of Godhead is Himself this cosmos. And still he is aloof from it. From him only. Has this cosmic manifestation emanated. In him it rests. And unto him. Excuse me. It enters after annihilation. Your good self knows. All about this. I have given only a synopsis. Purport. For a pure devotee, the conception of Mukunda, Lord Sri Krishna, is both personal and impersonal. The impersonal cosmic situation is also Mukunda because it is the emanation of the energy of Mukunda. For example, a tree is a complete unit, whereas the leaves and the branches of the tree are emanated parts and parcels of the tree. The leaves and branches of the tree are also the tree, but the tree itself is neither the leaves nor the branches. The Vedic version that the whole cosmic creation is nothing but Brahman means that since everything is emanating from the supreme Brahman, nothing is apart from Him. Similarly, The part and parcel, hands and legs, are called the body, but the body as a whole unit is neither the hands nor the legs. The Lord is the transcendental form of eternity, cognition, and beauty, and thus the creation of the energy of the Lord appears to be partially eternal, full of knowledge, and beautiful also. The captivated conditioned souls under the influence of the external energy maya are therefore entrapped in the network of the material nature. They accept this as all in all for they have no information of the lord who is the primeval cause nor have they any nor have they information that the parts and parcels of the body being detached from the whole body are no longer the same hand or leg as one attached to the body. Similarly, a godless civilization detached from the transcendental loving service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is just like a detached hand or leg. Such parts and parcels may appear like hands and legs, but they have no efficiency. The devotee of the Lord, Srila Vyasadeva, knows this very well. He is further advised by Srila Narada to expand the idea so that the entrapped conditioned souls may take lessons from him to understand the Supreme Lord as the primeval cause. According to the Vedic version, the Lord is naturally fully powerful and thus his supreme energies are always perfect and identical with him. Both the spiritual and the material skies and their paraphernalia are emanations of the internal and external energies of the Lord. External energy is comparatively inferior, whereas the internal potency is superior. The superior energy is living force, and therefore she is completely identical. But the external energy being inert is partly identical. But both the energies are neither equal to nor greater than the Lord, who is the generator of all energies. Such energies are always under His control, exactly as electrical energy, however powerful it may be, is always under the control of the engineer. The human being and all other living beings are products of His internal energies. Thus, the living beings are also identical with the Lord. But he is never equal or superior to the personality of Godhead. The Lord and living beings are all individual persons. With the help of the material energies, the living beings are also creating something. But none of their creations are equal or superior to the creations of the Lord. The human being may create a small, playful Sputnik and throw it out into outer space. But that does not mean that he can create a planet like the earth or moon and float it in the air as the Lord does. Men with a poor fund of knowledge claim to be equal to the Lord. They are never equal to the Lord. This is never to be. The human being, after attaining complete perfection, may achieve a large percentage of the qualities of the Lord say up to 78%, but it is never possible to surpass the Lord or to become equal with Him. In a diseased condition only, the foolish being claims to be one with the Lord and thus becomes misled by the illusory energy. The misguided living beings, therefore, must accept the supremacy of the Lord and agree to render loving service to Him. For this, they have been created. Without this, there cannot be any peace or tranquility in the world. Srila Vyasadeva is is advised by Srila Narda to expand this idea in the Bhagavatam. In the Bhagavatam also, the same idea is explained. Surrender fully unto the lotus feet of the Lord. That is the only business of the perfect human being. Omagana timrandasya jananjanan salakaya chakshu unmilitam jena tasmai shri guru vena maha shri chaitanya manobisam shtapitam jena bhutale svayam rupa karamayam dharanti padantikam I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances in the dust of his lotus feet. Nama um vishnupadaya krishnupestaya bhutale Shri Mate Tamal Krishna Goswami Nityanamani Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Shri Mati
1: Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nityanamani Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani
0: Pracharine Nirvi Sesha Sunyavadi Pashka Chadesha Tarine Banchakalpaturu Vaischa Kripa Sindhavaseva Cha Patitana Bhavanebio Vaishnavavavaybio Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda
1: Sri Advaita shivasa Srivastati, Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama,
0: Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama. Hare Hare. So, reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 5, Text 20, Narda's Instructions on Srimad Bhagavatam. And Srila Prabhupada is writing... Uh, very nicely, He's giving us examples of uh, to understand the uh, internal energy of the Lord versus the external energy. And the internal energy is the spiritual energy of the Lord. And although this spiritual and this spiritual energy is, uh, comes from Krishna, Krishna is, is uh, himself this cosmos but still he is aloof from it so the internal energy comes from the i'm sorry the external energy comes from the internal energy and that external energy is our bodies right it's the cosmos it's the material creation it's everything material everything everything spiritual is the internal energy what's the spiritual part of us sam spiritual. the soul right the soul inside us is the spiritual part of us. And that part of us comes directly from Krishna. It's just like Krishna. It's the same as Krishna in quality. Quality. We have the quality of being Sachit ananda, full of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. That's the nature of our soul. Eternity, knowledge, and bliss. Is everybody feeling intense bliss every minute of every day? Now, because we're not really in touch with the nature of ourselves, our real nature is spiritual. And our soul is loving. It is blissful. It is full of knowledge. Well, if that's the case, why am I not blissful right now? I mean, I'm pretty blissful. I'm in the temple room. I'm getting to honor the Srimad Bhagavatam by trying to speak on it. So I'm happy. And I know the goals of life. But I'm not in full knowledge. I'm not in full bliss. I'm not fully cognizant of my spiritual nature as a a soul. Because I'm going to walk out of the temple room and all the things that I think I am materially are going to come crushing back into my head. I have to go to work. I have to dress. I have to change. I have to get in a car. Is there gas in the car? Is there air in the tires? What am I going to eat for lunch? I got to take care of this material body, right? And so all the things we do to care for the material body, they're important. But we want to do those things in a way that we can remember Krishna. Because the 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 needs of the material world are just that. They're just for the material world. And They're not the be-all and end-all. They're not the goal. If we just spend our time thinking about the world, thinking about the cosmos, thinking about the stars and the planets, oh, aren't they beautiful? How are they up there? How do they exist? Who made all this? Well, the scientists say it was a Big Bang Theory and all this stuff exploded and all the planets just, just, just came into being. And, and they don't know why. But they say, give us time and we'll tell you why. But this is, is patently ridiculous. Unless you go to the spiritual source, the Vedas, the Bhagavatam, and, and, and ask to understand, who is the creator? If you understand the creator, you can understand his creation. And the creator is fully spiritual. He's Krishna, Right? Everything emanates from Krishna. But at the same time, Krishna can create everything, but be aloof. Be aloof from it. That means be separate. At the same time, He created it, but He's separate from it. Just like my arm. If it's cut off, it's separated from me. I call it my body because it's part of me, but it's not, if it's detached, it's no longer part of me. But Krishna Prabhupada gives these explanations it means that it it Krishna his his can create us and be in us but at the same time be separate from us and so uh he's it's the same for the material energy Krishna can create the material world and be in it but be separate from it at the same time and this is called simultaneous Oneness and separateness, simultaneously separate and one. And this is what confounds, this is what absolutely confounds the Mayavadis. The Mayavadis say it's all impersonal. That since everything is part of the whole, it's impersonal. And so Prabhupada is refuting that. And this is a very esoteric and, and, and can be a difficult subject in the face of arguments from the impersonalist, right? And Prabhupada said, don't go there. <laughs> don't, don't try to, don't try to uh, argue with the impersonalist. They'll just confuse you. And, uh, but nevertheless, we have to be ready to argue against impersonalism. Because it's very much uh, a, a popular ideology of the world. Some of the world's religions at their basis are intensely impersonal. Islam, Muslim, is, they, they say God has no form. And they're forbidden from even thinking that God has form. Or even that the prophet, even the form of the prophet, who they know existed, they're forbidden from thinking of him as a, as a person. It's so impersonal. Now, there's other good things about it. You know, Islam means peace. And their uh, uh, scriptures uh, revere God. You know they love God, and they, they 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 they, you know, God is great, Allah Akbar. And we also know in Buddhism, Buddhism is impersonal, and their goal is for the soul to join back into the oneness of everything. <laughs> it's annihilation of the soul. It's an it's it's if you if you actually get the, the the result of of buddhism it's to it's to de- destroy your separate spiritual nature as an associate of the lord and a lot of folks don't realize that when they first maybe check out buddhism they're interested oh it's, it seems like a nice faith but it's it's impersonal they 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 don't accept god as a person that god is someone that you can go back to He's he's in the spiritual world and he's enjoying pastimes and you can actually go back home, back to Godhead and enjoy your original spiritual position with the Lord. And so it's it's implicit on us to explain to the world by by giving out Srila Prabhupada's books, by handing out the books that can explain this Way better than I can. And give the book to someone so they can read. I need to understand this. You know, why shouldn't I be a Buddhist? Why shouldn't I uh, believe in impersonal meditation? Like people who meditate and they feel the Brahma Jyoti. You know, they they get some result from their meditation. And so they think, this is it. (laughs) This is God. And they refuse to go beyond it and say, well... What's the source of that bliss that you feel when you meditate? Uh, I don't care what the source is. I don't, if you can't prove to me that the source is, is God, then I have no use for the source. I just want to enjoy the bliss. So a lot of impersonal meditators, they get hung up on this. and they, don't, they, they refuse to go any further. It's basically laziness. They're basically lazy. They don't want to uh, accept. They, w- they get stuck on uh, the concept that it's all one. And you know that, that if you can't prove to me who's behind it, then I'm just going to go with what I can, I can understand with my senses. And so it's, it's, uh, it's sad that people get stuck in that. But that too is the will of the Lord. Krishna has created uh, these religions. He's created this conception. He's created these uh, uh, traps. Maya, his material energy, has created these traps for us. Why? To protect bhakti, to protect pure devotion. Not everybody is ready to come to the platform of pure devotional service. It is everyone's birthright. Everyone has a right to it. But not everyone is ready. That is why Lord Shiva came as, uh, I forget the name of the incarnation, the the great Mayavadi. And he taught Mayavadi philosophy. Sankar, yeah, Sankaracharya. And so as Sankaracharya, he teaches, how could he do that? He's Lord Shiva. He's Paranvaiṣṇava, right? He does it to protect, to protect bhakti from those who aren't qualified. From those who aren't ready. And we are going to have lots of traps like that in our life. Right? As we progress on the bhakti path. Maya is going to test us. Do you really want Krishna consciousness? Wouldn't you be more comfortable just with Mayavad philosophy? (laughs) Wouldn't you be more just worshipping super soul? Just worshipping Brahma Jyoti? No. You've got to go all the way. And understand. Krishna is a person. God is a person. His energies are multi, uh, multi-variegated energies. Krishna has many, many energies. He's not limited to this or that. And, and that's what people get hung up on. They say, God is only this. He's only that. My God, your God. There's only one God. He's the same God of everyone. But the Muslims say, no, he's my God because he's like this. And the Christians say, he's my God because he's that. So they're, so they're actually, Promoting a, a pantheistic <laughs> approach, and they don't even know it. But oh no, there's only one God, right? Yeah, there's only one. But he's different. He, that's not that. That's not my God. The God of the Jews. The God of the Christians. That's not, not my God. The God of Muslims. God of what? So it's just it's all patently ridiculous. Uh, God is one. Guru is one. Guru comes to us from Krishna, and all gurus are one because they a bona fide guru, is directly sent from Krishna. And we can have and should have many uh, shiksha gurus, right? Gurus who instruct us. We only have one diksha guru, right? And the one diksha guru initiates us into Krishna consciousness. So Prabhupada mentions that uh, at the end of the purport. The misguided living beings, therefore, must accept the supremacy of the Lord and agree to render loving service to him. That is the only business of the perfect human being. For this they have been created. Without this, without rendering loving service to the Lord, there cannot be any peace or tranquility in the world. Srila Vyasadeva is advised by Srila Narada Muni to expand this idea in the Bhagavatam. So we're hearing, why was the Bhagavatam written? The, 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 the genesis, the beginnings of the Srimad Bhagavatam are themselves explained in the Bhagavatam. Amazing. Excuse me. And so we, we know that Sri Narada is the guru of Vyasadeva. And Vyasadeva said, uh, came to Vyasadeva when he was dissatisfied after writing the Vedas. And he said, you haven't talked about pure devotional service. You haven't talked about Krishna. You haven't given people what they really need. You told them how to do things to get ahead in life, <laughs> how to enjoy the material world in a spiritually, way, in, a spirit, in a somewhat spiritual way, but you haven't given them the, the, the sonum bonum of life, the goal of life, Krishna consciousness, how to be Krishna's loving servant. And so, uh, the importance of guru is emphasized in the fact that Narada Muni comes to Vyasadeva and Krishna is so humble. And so amazing that even in his incarnation as Vyasadeva, he has guru. Krishna as a little boy, when he comes to the planet, he has guru. Muni. right? He has a guru. He takes instruction as a young person from guru. So this is important for us. All our life, we must have guru. We must have advisors. We must have mentors. We must have devotees. Persons who help us when we have a job, Right? And we take on a new responsibility in the office or whatever job we're doing. We have a mentor. We have an instructor. Even if you already know how to do something. Like say you work on transmissions. I already know how to fix transmissions. Still, you, you, you sign on with a new job. You must be mentored in how to do it in that place. Well, you move around. Well, guess what? Transmissions have changed in design. You have to keep up with the designs, with the changes. It's the same in the material, in the spiritual, spiritual knowledge. And even more complex than transmissions, more complex than brain surgery, right? Is to understand the supreme personality of Godhead. Why? Because he doesn't want to be uh, just frivolously given out to anyone his his intensely beautiful wonderful spiritual nature his beauty and his form and the bliss of krishna is not just given to persons who are not ready to understand it and accept it and worship it and give it to others and not use it to abuse it you know not have it to use it as an excuse for sense gratification and so we're, me as a devotee, I'm constantly trying to dovetail uh, sense gratification into my Krishna consciousness, and it's a 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 deep seated anarta because we're enjoyers. <laughs> Why are we enjoyers? Because Krishna is the supreme enjoyer, right? But we have to learn how to dovetail our enjoyment to serve the Lord. We need to learn how to get. The enjoyment, the taste, the ruchi, the wonderful feeling of how wonderful it is to serve Krishna as we're doing all the things we do in our life. Krishna, I'm doing my job. I'm going to get money to earn a living, to take care of my family. But I'm going to do it also for you. Because if I raise my family in Christian consciousness, if I raise myself in Christian consciousness, I take care of myself myself i take care of others but i do it not just for myself not just to have money for my own enjoyment for my for my loved ones enjoyment for their benefit okay it's fine you got to take care of your loved ones you got to provide for them but in providing for them you also provide them a krishna conscious platform by which they can perform loving service unto god right So we have deities at home often, we have pictures of Krishna, we cook, we offer our food to Krishna, we chant together, we go up to the temple together, we come and listen to devotees together. And so our life becomes wrapped up in Krishna. And so more and more and more and more and more each day, each each minute of every day, we have to remind ourselves Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The goal of life is to serve him under under the strict rule and regulation of the spiritual master. You will not get the right result unless you follow the instruction of the guru. Who's our guru? Our premier, eminent, shiksha guru is Srila Prabhupada. If you're fortunate, you might have a living guru. You should have who is under his line, who is one of Prabhupada's disciples, or disciples of a disciple, and you take initiation from them, diksha, diksha initiation, and you follow their instructions. What do all devotees get as their instruction? No meat, fish, or eggs. No gambling. No intoxication. No intercourse outside marriage. Every day, chant 16 rounds of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So the only business of the human being is to render loving service under the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If we do that and we read Srimad Bhagavatam, we read Bhagavad Gita, we can understand fully who is Krishna. And at the end of this lifetime, go back home, back to Godhead. Wow, what a deal. Get out of this material world of places suffering. No matter what we do or think or how much we try or how much others try to improve this material world, it's, it's gonna go down. It's gonna go down. It's Kali Yuga. It's meant to go down. That's just the way it is. It's the most difficult age for trying to, uh, enlighten the world or give out, get, uh, you know, improve the, the, the material condition of the suffering masses. It's not, Nothing you do is really going to help them. The richest people on the planet right now, uh, Buffett, Warren Buffett and uh, the Gateses, they give away billions of dollars to try and help people. And it's, it's like blowing on a boil, right? If you have a boil and it hurts and you're blowing it, it feels a little good to have a little air on it, but it doesn't do anything to get rid of the boil. So it's the same. If we really want to help people, We'll give them Krishna consciousness, because it's not material, it's spiritual. And with the Krishna consciousness, they can practice pure loving devote, practice devotional service to Krishna, and develop pure love for God. And then they can get out of the material world, because we're all spirit souls, and we're not meant to be in these material bodies. Our, our real nature is spiritual. So, uh, that's all I'm gonna say today. Thanks for listening in, and, uh, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for coming today. And thanks for listening in. Anybody that was online or, or in the radio. Thank you for tuning in. Do we have any questions or comments? Yeah. Sam. Yeah, Sam has pointed out that. Um, what's the first part you said again, Sam? We're, We're not our bodies. We're our spirit soul. That's right. And. Uh, It it, it seems simple, right? We we, we know it's true. We're conscious. We can feel that we're a conscious being. We can feel we're separate from our body. You know, we go to sleep. We dream. We might go outside our bodies. We meditate. We might go outside our bodies. But we're still linked to the body because the soul's in the body. And death is when the soul leaves the body. So it's a very disturbing situation for the, the soul to have to leave the body. But it's, it's always wonderful to remember that uh, uh, important concept. We are not our bodies. And just remember that all day long. I am not my body. I am a spirit soul. Uh, full of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. Like Krishna. But as Prabhupada points out in the purport. We are different from Krishna in quantity. We can never be as much as Krishna. Prabhupada said, "Up to seventy-eight percent." Wasn't that interesting? Up to seventy-eight <laughs> percent. So, um, and I think that's pretty much like, uh, but it's it's a uh, it's a testament. It's a it's a it's expression of Krishna's love that He can let a soul become. Almost as great as he, but not quite, because he's always Krishna. And Radharani is always Radharani. And Krishna's parents are always Krishna's parents. And we never become one of those persons. We don't become Krishna. We don't become Radharani. We don't become Nanda or Yashoda. But we can serve in a similar capacity. We can serve in vatsa, in parental love, conjugal love. Uh, neutral neutral love friendship love and so thank you for that nice reminder sam and uh i hope you can that'll help me uh remember this all day today and if you'd remember too to tell me that anytime you see me say hey dharma you're a spirit soul you're not your body okay Right, we've already gone over that about a bunch of times. So, better replace that with with what I just said. What was that? Yeah, Tell me. Not. Right. Keep telling me that, and don't worry about the card and the number and all that. And start, just start repeating that. We're not our bodies; we're spirit soul. We're not spirit soul. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for listening. Shrema Bhagavatam Tamke. Right.